Welcome, dear friends. Welcome at this World Goodwill Meditation Webinar. Today we are the 28th of February, and my name is Mintje van der Velde. I'm speaking to you from Geneva. We are happy to have a special guest today, Alexander Schiefer of the Home for Humanity Initiative, who will give a talk later on in this webinar. First, we will have an introduction on World Goodwill and this webinar, followed by a Goodwill Meditation. Thereafter, Alexander will present the Home for Humanity project, and we will have time for discussion. For the discussion, you can put your question in the chat, or at the discussion time, you can raise your hand and we will give you the floor. I will keep my introduction short so that we will have enough time for the meditation and the presentation of Home for Humanity. The Goodwill Meditation Group, established in 1954, is a worldwide group of people who link together in thought each week to meditate upon the energy of goodwill. The purpose of the group is to stimulate and increase the use of goodwill in a troubled world. Its function is to act as a channel through which the energy of goodwill can flow more abundantly from spiritual levels into the hearts and minds of all people. The group is composed of people from all walks of life, all faiths and nationalities. The group as a whole never meets. There is no need, of course, for the work is done at mental levels. Although this webinar is always on the last Wednesday of the month, as is the case today, the members of the group try to synchronize their meditation and work at 12 o'clock noon on Wednesdays and simply link up, on ment link up mentally and work together in meditation wherever they happen to be. However, the meditation work can be effective whenever and as often as one may choose. To come together, let us now first sound the mantra of the new group of world servers. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness and right speech. Human evolution is not a straight line. There are ups and downs, there is progress and there are setbacks. The last two decades of the 20th century, let's say from 1980 to 2000, gave the impression that we were pretty well on track in solving many of the challenges humanity is facing. In 2000, the Millennium Development Goals were formulated aiming at 2015 for results. In that year, 2015, the Sustainable Development Goals were formulated, aiming at 2030 to be implemented. Now, however, whether you listen to the experts or to the men on the street, all agree that we are facing multiple crises at the same time. Issues of peace and war, poverty and inequality, racial, political, and industrial conflict face us on every side. Religious divisions and the clash between age and youth are likewise present, not to forget the climate crisis and the depletion of Earth's resources. Underlying all of these crises is the basic conflict between material and spiritual values, between self-interest and world service. 
Hence, it is a matter of consciousness. Consciousness on various levels, individual, community, national, and worldwide. We will see some of this reflected in the projects of Home for Humanity later in this webinar. From an esoteric perspective, there is universal recognition that humanity is entering a new age. The specific question today is whether we can solve our problems before they get out of control. The race is on for the future, and only the men and women of goodwill in the world can guarantee a successful outcome. We are told that goodwill is love in action. The subjective, subjective channeling and radiatory work carried out by the Goodwill Meditation Group has a constructive and healing effect, which not only helps in establishing right human relations, but also lifts and transforms human consciousness. This is inevitably so, for the group is working with goodwill, an expression of the energy of love, and love is the universal correct characteristic and quality of divine life in our solar system and on this planet. The transformation of consciousness is fundamental at both the individual, local, national, and worldwide level. Nevertheless, that transformation does not follow the same pace on all these levels. Some individuals may have an advanced or expanded consciousness, yet this is not automatically reflected in that of the community or on a national level, let alone of that of humanity as a whole. Perhaps it helps if we consider the soul aspect, the soul of an individual, of a nation, of humanity as a whole. On an individual level, we see most clearly some people who are, to a certain degree, in line with their soul, whereas for the masses, this is not yet the case. One way of describing the new group of world servers is to say that it consists of those people who are, to some degree, directed by their soul. Some nations are beginning to display soul qualities too. And even on the level of humanity as a whole, from time to time, some soul qualities shine through. Think of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, of the founding of the United Nations, which is Charter, or of the Four Freedoms. Other examples are the aforementioned Millennium Goals and the Sustainable Development Goals. It is a long process, but for sure, on all levels, individual, local, national, and worldwide, progress is slowly made. Even now, at a time where the world seems to be dominated by one catastrophe after another, preparations are being made for another major UN summit, the Summit of the Future, to be held by the end of September. In all these processes and relationships, goodwill plays a paramount role. There are different ways to describe goodwill, but in any case, it is both an attitude and an harmonizing energy. It is a most contagious human, human quality, which can be organized and made effective. It should not be misunderstood as a sentimental or negative kindliness. The will aspect is definitely involved and we are told that it is an expression of the will to that which is good and ought to be. Thus, it is a practical and dynamic force of constructive action. There is no problem which cannot be solved by the energy of goodwill, and no problem can be solved without it. When goodwill is really put to practice in the right way, either individually practice among groups or among nations, it is capable of revolutionizing the world. When the soul is getting some grip on the personality, a personality where the physical, emotional, and mental bodies are to some extent integrated, then we see people of goodwill. Glimpses of the plan will shine through, and the vision comes into play. The vision which not only focuses on oneself, 
but, but the vision for a better world. We know, of course, of the plan, but what the full extent of that plan is, we do not know. We can just grasp those aspects of the plan which correspond with our state of development. To conclude, a thought about time and the work of the new group of world servers. Perhaps we can highlight some similarities with what happens during a so-called paradigm shift in science. At first, one or a couple of individuals have a new idea. They are, they are convinced that it is groundbreaking and will revolutionize the status quo. When trying to convince their peers, however, nothing happens, or rather, the idea is simply not accepted and sometimes even ignored. The mainstream is going on and is not ready to change course that easily. This can go on for a long time, a long time, in which it seems that nothing happens. Eventually, though, more and more people will gradually pick up the idea, perhaps because there is increasingly more evidence of the correctness of that idea. And then, suddenly, a toggle point arrives. At that point, that what first was the underdog now becomes mainstream, and the idea is fully accepted and implemented. Often one hears saying, why didn't we think about this earlier? In the same way, the Goodwill Meditation is preparing the emergence of a new world, whether we call it the New Age or give it another name. At first, it may seem as if little or nothing is moving or happening. However, by persevering in this work, which is mostly on mental or perhaps etheric levels, eventually that new world will break through. Gradually, the group of people who to some extent are in contact with their soul, which we called loosely the new group of world servers, will grow and its impact on humanity, the world or the planet, will foster the desired and necessary change. So with these introductory thoughts, let us now do our goodwill meditation together. We link up in thought with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Goodwill Meditation Group. Then we reflect on the fact of relationship. We are related to our family. To our community. To our nation. to the world of nations, and to the one humanity made up of all races and nations.
we sound the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Then we, we reflect on our own and humanity's relationship with all beings who dwell in the higher realms of mind and heart, the spiritual hierarchy of saints, rishis, bodhisattvas, and masters honored by all the world's religions and spiritual groups. Imagine that we are standing together within the center of the spiritual hierarchy, immersed in the consciousness of the heart of love. For some, this heart of love is known as the Christ. Other faiths have other names for the one at the center, such as Maitreya, the Imam Mahdi, or the Kalki Avatar. Maintaining that high point of contact, let our thoughts reach out to include all members of the human family in whom the energy of goodwill is active.
we use the affirmation in the center of all love I stand from that center I the soul will outward move from that center I the one who serves will work may the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart through my group and throughout the world Then we visualize the energy of love flowing from the hierarchy through the men and women of goodwill and into the hearts and minds of all people, infusing them with goodwill and creating loving and harmonious human relationships. Then we meditate on ways of spreading goodwill, creating right human relationships and restoring peace on earth. Realize that we are helping to build a channel between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity, through which the energy of goodwill may flow, uniting humanity, solving its problems, and healing all cleavages.
and finally linked in thought with men and good and women of goodwill all over the world we say the adapted great invocation we say it with deliberation and full commitment to its meaning knowing that we are radiating its potent energies to humanity the great invocation from the point of light within the mind of god let light stream forth into human minds let light descend on earth from the point of love within the heart of god let love stream forth into human hearts may the coming one return to earth from the center where the will of god is known let purpose guide all little human wills the purpose which the masters know and serve from the center which we call the human race let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells let light and love and power restore the plan on earth Thank you very much. And now it's a great pleasure to introduce to you Alexander Schiefer. He is co-founder of an NGO called Transform, Trans4M, an academy for integral transformation. He is also a professor at the Da Vinci Institute and at the University of St. Gall here in Switzerland. And finally, he is a member of the Evolutionary Leader Circle. Alexander, you have the floor. There you are. Thank you very much, Minze. Um, not just for this beautiful introduction, but also for the intense and rich meditations to which you guided us. May I just do a sound check? Can you hear me well? We do hear you. We see you a little bit pixelized, but we do hear you. Thank you very much. And dear brothers and sisters in goodwill, I greet you all from all walks of life on all continents. And uh, it's a great honor and pleasure to be with you today. And thank you, Minze, for this um, beautiful invitation to share the Home for Humanity story a story which, like Goodwill, is one contributing, seeking to contribute to a troubled world. And friends, I would like to start with a poem that I wrote this morning, not knowing, I'm as I'm participating for the first time in the Goodwill meditation, not knowing how deeply the soul was evoked in your meditation. The poem calls us, summits are calling. Soul lifts 
a million years. We, just a lifetime. Why not surrender to her guidance as we ascend our mountains? The promise has it, we'll see our summits if we entrust the journey to the one who knows. Here comes the icing on the cake. Soul is not just a brilliant mountaineer. Soul has a reputation for making us experience the most rewarding spots on our mountains, revealing all of life through extraordinary panoramic views that we don't want to miss. Convinced? Summits are calling. Time to rise. I want to share today a story. Minze invited me to share a brief presentation. I felt the best is also in the spirit in which we are gathering today to... <laughs> Thank you for the comments in the chat. Um, in the spirit in which we are gathering. So I want to tell you a story which is beginning with my life and leads into the story of Home for Humanity. And as I can see and feel, it's a story also that we are sharing together. When I was a young boy, I was dreaming of traveling the world. I brought a couple of items to this presentation to illustrate what I'm meaning. I was dreaming of traveling the world. I grew up in Germany in the 60s and 70s and in my childhood never felt home in my own country. I turned relatively early to the inner world, uh, searching in nature, searching also through poetry, looking for the light within. Here this candle which I lit for this event. And I started writing at that time, at an early age of 10 or 12, started writing poetry. Much later, I published a book called Firebird, a poetry book called A Poetic Journey of Awakening the Inner Fire. I read you one poem called Wax and Wicks, the two constituents of any candle, wax and wick. One day, the candle woke up to the fact that her true nature was not wax and wick, but that all that really mattered was a flame she nurtured. That day, her flame became part of the one great fire. That was my own inner awakening to discover this inner light, the inner luce, luces, uh, as I may say here, um, taking me on the journey. But I was looking for more. When I went to university in Switzerland, in, in St. Gallen, I felt I would discover the universe. And while I had a reasonably good education, St. Gallen is one of the best universities in business and economics in the world, I felt a profound lack of a full human education. I felt only a very small part is actually addressed in and through education. The whole of what it means to be human, the humanity that you evoked in your meditation is not actually taken into consideration. And this is at the very heart of the dilemma we are facing today. It was at the time at the university that I began to dream of a different kind of education, a different kind of university, a different kind of campus, one that would address human life holistically and educate and develop people that can bring holistic, wholesome, regenerative solutions to the world. One that would look within, would help also to relate education to new practices, so not just being degrees we receive, 
but being new practices we bring and which has relevance also for planetary regeneration. That began driving me in my mid-20s. It took me a couple of years longer till I started in my 30s an organization together with a South African colleague, Ronnie Lessem, called Transform. Britain, T-R-A-N-S, number four M, Transform, an academy for integral transformation, which became an, an integral, holistic, educational institution working with transformative educational programs around the world to help people to use education as a vehicle for personal and societal and later also uh, planetary transformation. Many books have been written in this time and many new, much new theory developed. I want to show you one, which is called Integral Development, um, that we have written. The subtitle is Realizing the Transformative Potential of Individual Organizations and Society. This is one book of a book series that we published with Routledge in Oxford, with over 30 books over time. And at the heart is an integral process to human, to organizational, and to societal development that is, and in each case, in our educational program, has been actualized in, in, in practice. And I'm showing you here a little wooden model of this uh, theory, which always integrates five dimensions, the center, the spirit, be it on a human personal level or in an organization or in a society, the southern dimension representing nature and ecology, the eastern one representing culture and arts, the northern one, which is about science, education, wisdom, the western one, which is about the economic dimension, the political dimension, governance dimension. So all dimensions of life were to be actualized in each in each uh, solution developed by our students worldwide. For example, through a PhD program that we developed and literally run uh, on all continents. And in the process evolved the PhD, which was also academically rooted with the South African University, Minch, uh, Minze mentioned it, the Da Vinci University, which has been inspired by Mandela, looking for a different kind of education. And at the very heart of this PhD was a process for holistic development, PhD. And people went to an inner transformative process, addressed burning issues in their own societies from Zimbabwe to Nigeria, to India, to Germany, to England, to Jordan, to Palestine, wherever participants came from, but also shared their knowledge with a global knowledge base so that the planet as a whole could receive it also as a gift. This is a journey that we have taken over the last 30 years to transform. But there was another dimension to be added. I began with the notion of home and home for humanity is a topic of today. And it was about 18 years ago when my dream, my original dream, you remember during my university time of developing a new university, a different kind of campus, came home. How? I met my wife Rama from India. And Rama and I settled in the French countryside, and that is exactly from where I'm calling you today, at a place that later was called Home for Humanity. And in this home, I found not just a place to live, but I found a place which we gradually transformed into a campus to which I invited my students from St. Gallen, from a bachelor and master's level, and to which I invited PhD students from around the world to come home to oneself, to touch base with the deepest transformative possibilities in each one of them, to then develop transformative solutions informed from within for their own societies and communities. And through that, over time, we developed a global community of change makers, all working with a holistic, integral approach, all over time starting their own homes for humanity or becoming part of the Home for Humanity family. 
And when I say home, I don't mean it only literal like the place where we live, though we did learn that all of the regenerative cases we worked with or that developed began indeed in the inner home, in a personal transformation. Then this inner transformation also translated in an embodied practice in the place where people live and work. So homes became enterprises, homes became community development initiative, homes became schools, like a school in, in Amman, in Jordan, a community development initiative um, in Sri Lanka with now 15,000 villages participating in it called Savodaya. Um, an organic farm and enterprise in Egypt called Sekem, existing over 45 years now, which won the Right Livelihood Award and the Business of Peace Prize, which is now a home for humanity. All these places which simultaneously embody inclusion, inspiration, innovation, and impact. This is a family of homes, of practice cases for the future that has been built up over time and that is now working on a, on a planetary level and where people of all walks of life participate, discovering also, friends, and this is one advocacy I want to do today, the power of home, the power of the places we live in, we work in as the catalytic engines for the change we want to see as places where our goodwill becomes a lift practice, or as you call it, and I love this translation, as goodwill becomes love in action, um, love in integral, in holistic action, so we develop new regenerative practices all together. This grew into a global movement over the many past years, and then, and this is, the journey I want you now take on, actually about 14 months ago, when the movement had grown now to over 35 homes on all continents, we asked the question, in fact, in deep meditation over two weeks, what is the next level of service? What is to be done actually with this power with, that we began to unlock on a planetary level while we witness and Mince spoke about it, that our human community, our planetary family of our life is going into dire straits, which doesn't seem to get less turbulent, but indeed even more turbulent. How can we unlock and unleash the power of homes for planetary mobilization, so to say, for collective citizenship to participate in who creating what we call home on earth? How do we work together to create, to respond to perhaps the most important question that we are facing our time, which is how do we move from our divided world and our endangered planet to a united home for humanity, for all life on earth? There's only one way, either we find our way together as a species to move forward, or there is probably not much time left in terms of um, livable future on this planet. Maybe on a soul level, but I don't think on a on a on a bodily level in in um, in flesh on our beloved planet Gaia. So we ask the question: What is the next level? And the answer we received it was a huge visionary download and I think it is appropriate in this context, in this community to share this, that we will need to go on a journey which is now called the one home journey, a journey to literally all countries on the planet over the next seven years. And that is what is going to happen. Seven years for seven generations, starting this year, the Home for Humanity movement with Rama my wife and myself literally traveling on the ground, country to country, in every country, seven days, to work within the countries on a couple of levels. On the one hand, to surface what is the perennial and indigenous wisdom that can guide us into the future. 
What is the perennial and indigenous wisdom that can guide us into the future? That's number one. Number two, what are the pioneering cases that already provide solutions for a regenerative future that can that we can learn from? And as our homes for humanity do, and that can also join a home for humanity family potentially. Number three, what can we learn from cultural creatives and artists? What are the visionary creative perspectives that we learn from the field of people who are connected to their cultural origins and find creative responses through, through music, through painting, through poetry, through literature, to point visionary perspectives in the future? And number four, to work with aspiring with earth citizens on the ground in each country, in particular with women and youth, and in particular with marginalized women and youth, we are going to work to work with them to unleash their own capacity to develop their own transformative initiatives and to become part of a planetary family building the future hands-on on the ground. Love in action, so to say. And this is the, the journey that we are on. And on this journey, the one home journey to which all of you invited, because we are creating also a mechanism that everyone can virtually join. So what we are calling the one home, and now please listen carefully, the one home UNIF Earth City. The one home UNIF Earth City with Earth, the planet in its center developing a planetary curriculum country by country, shared week by week, virtually through videos and other means through Earth Agoras taking place in every country where people can participate to learn from every country what is the wisdom, what are the new practices, what are the new inspiration, and what are the young people and women that want to build the future and come together in a planetary community. This is the journey we are on, and it is a journey of goodwill. One may well say we call it also a gift. Um, it's a journey of gifting, a gifting economy that we are building because what we are doing is gifted. The learnings will be gifted to the global knowledge commons. It's not copyrighted, but it is for everyone to participate in. And people are invited to gift, A, their own gift to but their own callings, their own inner gifts to participate in this planetary co-creation and recreation on the one hand, while people are, of course, also invited here and there to, to make gifts of all kinds so that we can resource the journey. And all of this is happening already. We are beginning this journey this year. It starts in April on Mother Earth Day. It's inaugurated in Egypt at SECOM, the organization I mentioned, together with the World Future Council, which is kind of blessing the journey where we have people like some of you, you may know, Otto Sharma or Vandana Shiva, who are present there and who, who kind of are helping to guide this journey. And then on International Peace Day in September, we are beginning to ground the journey in Southern Africa, in the cradle of humanity. Um, we are traveling and every year, over the next seven years, we will cover all five world regions. We will be seven weeks in Africa, seven weeks in Asia, Oceania, seven weeks in North Africa, Arab world, seven weeks in the Americas, seven weeks in Europe, so people can join us virtually on planetary journey, coming together as humanity in a new way. And everyone who is joining us virtually is at the same time building his or her own initiative, participating in this planetary co-creation. I have towards the end a couple of things that I would like to share. Uh, I will conclude with a poem that I wrote, but I would like to share with you a three minutes video, which uh, gives you a glimpse of Home for Humanity and summarizes some of the points I've shared. And I wanted to ask and look to Michael, if you could kindly share the, the short video, which, um, which uh, should be with you.
thank you very much, Michael, for screening the video. And I hope it shed a little bit of additional light. I've looked in the meantime also in the chat and Robin, Matthew, Steve, Heidi and others, thank you very much for engaging. And I really invite everyone to share your thoughts, your reflections in the chat. I wanted to, I, in the chat, I also did share an article that recently was published by the United Nations magazine, UN Today, which interviewed us on the journey, not yet on the journey, but about the forthcoming journey and entitled most gracefully, we were a bit surprised, the article, A Planetary Journey to the Rescue of the 2030 Agenda. Mince, you mentioned that the 2030 Agenda, we are probably very far from reaching it, but we will need to be able to mobilize humanity to a maximum uh, in, in, in a great effort of co-participation, of democratized engagement with building our future beyond what we see on a nation state level, because the solution doesn't seem to come from that level, we will need to enter much higher levels of co-creation on a citizen to citizen, home to home in that expanded way level. So I invite you to also read this article. I would like to share on a personal level with the home um, that we discovered here in the French countryside and which became the spark for a global movement also became family, as you can imagine for me. You see here my wife, Rama, with me, who is the co-creator and co-founder of Home for Humanity, including our son, Arjuna, who is a cultural philosopher who is joining us with his partner and the parents in India are the grandparents of the movement blessing, participating in their own way and having created, though already in their late 80s, a home for humanity in Bangalore, a place of inclusion for all cultures, for all ethnicities, um, which is a big issue in India, as you, as you are surely very well aware of. So all ages are welcome, all walks of life. Time is there to rise the summit um, as evoked in my opening poem. And I want to close with a poem um, which I wrote some months ago called Alignment. Alignment is the task of the day. Miracles happen naturally once body, mind and heart are dancing in step with the soul. Miracles happen naturally once body, mind and heart are dancing in step with the soul. Life isn't that difficult after all. Simplicity is the daughter of maturity, the sister of elegance, the wife of well-being and the mother of bliss. Who would not want to be part of that family? Alignment is a task of the day. Thank you very much. And I'm deeply looking forward to your reflections, questions, visionary ideas, and co-creation and participation in the one home journey. Thank you very much. Wow. And if it's possible to videos you know if people could on put on videos it would be very beautiful so we can see the family thank you thank you very very much um, alexander i i should have started by saying dude that you are a poet rather than a professor <laughs> a professor in, in economics and transform integral transformation um, i'm sure there are uh, questions or remarks in the chat if you want to raise your hand we we do have not very much time but i think one or two questions would would be okay <clears throat> okay i have just one one question um, i i know you're a little bit longer and i know well you started in your 
your talk uh, about your your dream of a world and you went to to the university of Sengala, which as you said is one of the best uh, business and economic schools and you also told us that you invited the students of that university to your home your home from humanity in the countryside of of france and my question is how do these people react to that i mean these people come to a business school to to work for finance economics blah 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 and there you you put them in the countryside talking about the one humanity how how do they react to that yeah i have to say when i did this for the first time some 20 years ago and thank you for that question Minze, i was though i had been in sangha and studying myself and has even teaching um, right after I've come back from from um, publishing work in Singapore, but then stopped teaching there because it wasn't any more sufficiently related with what I'm doing. Then the university students came back and asked me to teach there because they heard about the work I was doing in the world. But when I then proposed a course which was accepted and I asked the university, I need the students to come to this place, to this campus, because of the kind of work we are doing here together. We are also, by the way, close to Geneva. So part of coming here was also to go to Geneva to meet the United Nations and the, the World Trade Organizations to expose them also to the international frameworks that are seeking to build the future and often with enormous difficulties, as we know. But when they came home, I admit I was in the beginning a bit nervous because I do know how much this this brilliant university is geared towards excellence to create CEOs of the future. And people are very much driven in my generation on how do I, by income, by, by money. Um, and yet I do know that Sangalen always had the tradition also of having a holistic approach to management and underlying ones. So I I gave it a go. And I tell you the greatest surprise and maybe one of the great encouragements also for our ongoing work was that in these almost 20 years that I'm doing this course at home, where we go deep into inside, where people learn also through videos, through our virtual media to work real time with the cases we are working with around the world. Some of them I mentioned today. So people saw the reality of what I was talking about firsthand as well and engaged with Sekem and Savodaya and all of these cases. Nevertheless, they had to expose themselves and enter also a space of inner transformation. And my great surprise, Minze, and everyone on the call was that on a deep level, everyone was touched. I hadn't had a single student who did not stand up without any brainwashing at the end of the day and saying, my main motive in life is not my salary. Of course, I want also be economically healthy, but that's not my main motive. My motive is to participate in creating a healthy society, in spreading love. I mean, we heard the love word so often, I was almost shocked, but these, there is such a readiness if we are able to create context and conditions for flourishing, I'm absolutely convinced if you can do it in Sangalen, it's possible probably everywhere. So this is my a deep lesson that I received. Thank you very much. I think it is all it gives also confidence for the journey you you want to make. Uh, it will be seven years from now and um, well, maybe in one of those seven years, we will invite you again to see how you are going on on this journey. And we will certainly uh, subjectively participate in these journeys. Um, I I yes. One thought also to all of us, if people or the, the, the world goodwill is interested to participate in some way, I know you are spread around the world on a mental level, but also on a physical level, let us know, because this is is also a real um, collective opportunity. It's a journey of humanity. It's not the journey of, of a few. No, I agree. It is a journey for, for all of us, and I'm sure many of us will, will participate. There are a lot of com uh, uh, 
comments in the chat. I'm not sure, Michael. I suppose we will have to conclude somewhere. May I just thank all the comments as I see them from Sophia and David and Clint and many others. So looking much forward to hear more from you. I put my uh, my email also in the chat if anyone is. Anyone to, to contact you. Okay. Well, I don't know anything else to say than just all the best for your journey. We will keep in touch. Thank you very, very much for sharing this with all of us. It is very inspiring and it is totally in the spirit of goodwill, which is with his love and action. Mm -hmm. So with this, I would like to conclude. Maybe we take together just one minute of silence and then we conclude the webinar. Again, thank you all for participating and thank you, Alexander, for this very, very inspiring contribution. Take care on, and safe travels. Thank you to everyone. Thank you.